Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and I want to teach you because all the times when I'm people ask me for help and ask me for information, a lot of times, you know, they ask about gosh, is there a way to protect your kids from this or to ensure that your kids get healthy relationships? Um, and I want to give you some couple of phrases and ideas that you have not heard to be able to protect your babies. So within the new book, Problem Solved, Simple Habits for Complex Decisions, um, I talk about the magic question and then the second magic question. Okay, so even though it's a book about problem solving and decision making, it's a book about clarity and there's all this conversation around toxic relationships or unhealthy relationships. And there's an assumption that it's always a self-esteem issue. And I want to shout from the rooftops that that is not what I've seen to be true. Um, everybody has a bad self-esteem kind of after being in a confusing relationship, but um, you would really have to look at how it started out. And I see over and over again, people's kindness used against them. Even Ted Bundy, when he uh, like found people to kill, he would like be on crutches and have books and he would get young women to help him and carry his books. And people are trained to be nice. They're trained to be polite. They're trained to be helpful. And those things are wonderful until they aren't. And the real key of keeping your kids safe is lots of things, but Today, one of the phrases that I want to really, really, really uh, zone in and help you understand is the magic question, which is, what problem are you trying to solve? Okay, so that can be used if your kid's frustrated with school, frustrated with work. Do you want to try for a sports team? Do you want to work a little harder in Spanish? Do you want to whatever? Okay, but that's the question you start with to kind of get clarity on what kids want. But then the way this helps with toxic relationships is the second magic question, which is, is this your problem to solve? Okay, so first magic question, what problem are you trying to solve? Second magic question, is this your problem to solve? Because I want to live in a world where we can all just be nice and then everyone will do the right thing. And I cannot ethically teach my kids that because there are people who are not going to do the right thing. And there are people who are not looking out for my kids' best interest. And there are people who aren't looking out for my best interest. And there are people who are selfish. And there are people who are looking to get people to, you know, maybe it's um, my kids doing extra work. So that person doesn't have to, right? And that's where the question is, is this your problem to solve comes in? Because we want, I want to teach my kids to be helpful, but I don't want to teach them to be taken advantage of. I don't want their kindness to be used against them. I don't want them to swing so hard into the, well, I mean, it'll all work out and well, you know, fall in love with potential or, oh, well, I just, you know, one of the most dangerous phrases in the human language is I just give people the benefit of the doubt. And it sounds nice. It sounds polite. But in reality, it's saying I choose not to have eyes open to danger. 
because that is kind of some work. So I'm just going to assume everyone's nice and kind and great and wonderful. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove otherwise. And I'm not saying we swing to the other side and say, well, we assume everyone's horrible until they prove otherwise, right? That's not healthy either. But it's Maya Angelou said, when people tell you who they are, believe them. And when we just have a blank slate and we do our very best to not put our perspectives into assuming, like if we are nice, good, kind, loving, forgiving, we assume the people we meet are good, nice, kind, loving, and forgiving. And if we're bitter, angry, and manipulative, it's why toxic people are so good at finding the other toxic people. <laughs> they like recognize the signs much more so than um, the people who are good, kind, loving, giving, and forgiving, assuming the best, don't want to see the worst in people, right? I mean, all those, they sound nice. You know, they. it, it sounds nice to say, I'm going to put others before myself. But if we're solving everyone else's problems that are their problems to solve, we are helping them become worse people. And I want I want you to think about that. I want to say, okay, so I don't, you know, having to practice discernment and who I'm around feels kind of like a lot of work. So I'm not going to practice discernment because that's work. So I'm just going to assume everyone's nice and give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove otherwise. And quite often, They have to prove otherwise a whole, whole, whole lot before, because it is work, right? It is work to see someone's real personality. And most of us were not taught this as kids, right? So this is where a very gentle opening to this is, is this your problem to solve or someone else's problem to solve? Okay. Maybe they have a friend who's trying to take advantage of them in middle school or something. And, you know, you can say, well, it seems like that's, you know, your friend finishing their homework is their problem to solve. That doesn't seem like your problem to solve or your friend asking for money. That seems like their problem to solve, not your problem to solve. Or, and again, we can stay. I I can hear the people who are like, Oh, I want to teach my kids to be good, kind, loving, and giving. Where is the balance? Are you teaching your kids a balance either way? Or if you're saying everyone's terrible, everyone's scary, you know, be, you, you may not throw the first punch or be sure and throw the next five, right? Like that's not, that's got its own set of problems, right? But just really and truly as much as we can, not seeing from our own perspective and our own, own personality, but seeing what their actions say they are, who their actions say they are. And oh gosh, it's so easy like to put people in categories of us versus them. And it's like, okay, the people from my hometown are nice and the people from that hometown are not nice. Or the people from, you know, my school are nice. and The people from the other school are bad. The people from my church are nice. The people from the other church are bad. Like whatever it is. Um, humans do that a lot. We were, like grew up in tribes and stuff, our ancestors. And that's very easy to do. But if that's the only skill set we're teaching our kids, then a not nice person is going to, they call it a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Think about um, the big bad wolf putting on grandmothers because little old people are sweet, right? You don't, you don't think, Oh, a little old person is going to be dangerous, right? So they, a wolf in sheep's clothing and they disguise themselves um, to manipulate into trick. And I'm going to say something very tongue in cheek, but you know, we can make whatever parenting choices we make. We We don't have to prepare our kids for discernment and discernment in relationships. 
However, it, there's a high cost of not preparing them. Um, there's some other ways, you know, in my other videos and stuff I talk about, but just this very simple, very basic. Is this your problem to solve or someone else's problem to solve? You know, someone else's personality is not their problem to solve. Someone else's anger is not their problem to solve. Someone else's being a bully is not their problem to solve. Rather than, I'll just be nicer to them and they'll change personalities. Just be nicer. Oh, they really need a friend right now. So, you know, just let them cheat off your test, right? Like, I mean, obviously parents are not going to say that, but that's, that's what gets in kids' heads, right? Like, okay, they're having a hard time. And that becomes my problem to solve. And then we become so overwhelmed as adults, much less kids with, well, I can't figure out what's my problem to solve or your problem to solve. So um, I'll never forget a story. He was a teacher and he ended up working at the Chick-fil-A like before he became a teacher or whatever. And he, he was this real great guy who was always just like a go-getter and trying to be helpful. And when he was supposed to be working the, the fryer at Chick-fil-A, he ended up grabbing the broom because he said, well, the floor needs to be swept. And the manager said, I appreciate that, but there's, it's someone's job to sweep the floor. And if the person on the fryer is taking over the problem to solve, which is sweeping the floor, I know it seems like you're trying to do the right thing, but it messes the whole structure up because then there's no one at the fryer. And it starts like this whole process of um, things not going well. And it's certainly a process where kids can be manipulated, right? Um, well, you know, if you hadn't done this to me, then I wouldn't have gotten angry. If you hadn't been mad at me, then I wouldn't have said something ugly to you. If you hadn't made me mad, then this wouldn't have happened, right? And it's a very short bridge to cross, for kids to start thinking your anger is my problem to solve. Your hard day is my problem to solve. And again, we can still be nice. We can still be nice, but we don't want to be codependent. We want to, you know, spend our energy solving our own problems in a healthy and self-responsible way. We're not talking about being selfish. We're talking about we're only human. And sometimes when we get, I've heard stories of teens, you know, up all night, like, they have a friend who they're worried about and they're up all night and they can't sleep because they're waiting for their friend to like have, you know, that their, their friends having like mental health issues. And so they, they feel responsible for their friend's mental health issues. And I know it sounds nice, but what happens is then your kid's exhausted and they fail the test and they feel guilty. And then they get caught up in their friend's problem to solve and they can't focus on their problem to solve. And I promise you an unhealthy boss, an unhealthy romantic partner, an unhealthy friend will take advantage of that situation. If I'm a, if I'm a manipulator and I'm like, okay, ooh, this person's willing to take on my problems as their problems. Awesome. This person's willing to take on my anger as their responsibility. Awesome. This person's willing to give me money. This person's willing to uh, become smaller so I can feel okay. Right. It, it starts this really just like the Chick-fil-A situation where it seems nice. Right. Oh, I'll just take over the broom. It's like if you're taking over the broom, there's no one to do your job. And so that tiny phrase, this is your problem to solve or someone else's problem to solve, both teaches your kids personal responsibility and self-ownership over their problems to solve. And then helps them start to learn the boundary of this is where I start and stop. And this is where someone else starts and stops. And I can still be kind, but there's some type of structure in place. So my kindness is not used against me.
So for more on the magic question and the second magic question, please check out Problem Solved, Simple Habits for Complex Decisions. Hope you have a great day. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, Finding Love and Success After a Toxic Relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live. There's tons of support and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.